0: Hello and welcome to ASMR Get Out of the Whale. Are you hoping to calm your mind, relax your body, or experience ASMR? Dr. Andrew Michaels is here to help you. Oh, hello. Welcome to the office of Dr. Andrew Michaels. I see you're just on time. That's an excellent quality for a person to have. I'm glad to see that you found us without too much difficulty. Sometimes it can be... strange. Trying to find your way to our office. Don't worry about payment or identification. I know who you are, you're in exactly the right place, everything is well taken care of, you don't need to worry about a thing, feel free to leave your stress, anxieties, and any complicated or difficult emotions up here with me. You can hang them on one of the hooks to your left there. They'll be safe with me until your appointment is over, and then you can pick them back up again on your way out. Head on back and take a seat. The doctor is expecting you.
1: Hi. No, no, no. Come in. Sit down. I'm serious. I have this beautiful white noise playing in the background for this session, and I think it's very appealing. Yes, I am on a bit of a sabbatical, a holiday, a vacation, whatever you want to call it. And I'm set up right outside Heathrow Airport in London, United Kingdom, and as I'm talking to you right now, and... Setting up for our massage session, a huge airplane just flew by the window of the office where I'm working, and it's so cool to me, these huge metal beasts, these birds of prey landing. how many planes come into London Heathrow. Yeah, just lay down. Cover up. There you go. Get yourself comfortable. Now, no latex gloves today. No. Mm -mm. No. We need to do some real tenuous work on your muscles. Mm-hmm. And on your skeletal system. Just loosen up some joints. Oh, there's another plane. It's like, how can one plane come in that fast? And another one right behind it. It. You think that's cool, too? I, I, I cannot get over how fast these planes come in. It is incredible. I love it, though, I do, I, I'm i just a, I'm a technology nut, and science and invention and the whole thing, you know, human society advancing itself, I love nature and I love the world around me, but it's so interesting what people do and how they put things together, you know? It is. It's just so cool. But, uh, yeah, here we go. Now what I want to do is I want to work on those spots on your neck and shoulders that are giving you a little bit of trouble right now. So we're going to pull this blanket back. Yeah. And we're going to just work those areas a little bit at a time. And yeah, I had a wonderful meetup with some friends. Well I put it out there that I was gonna be in Trafalgar Square around, you know, two or three in the afternoon. And um Mm Mhm, And about about eight people showed up, which might not sound like a lot, but on a hot day, there was a women's Euro soccer event, and you couldn't even get into the square. They had everything set up like a soccer field, and they were playing live, lots of music, and um, it was just a good time, and I was sitting there, and my old friend Zach showed up and I know Zach because he came and met me a couple years before in Trafalgar Square he comes bebopping in sits right down beside me and starts talking like we just haven't seen each other in a while it was just so cool Zachary he's he's a good guy man he's growing up he's doing good and uh, just sits down starts talking to me like Hey man, how's it going? Haven't seen you in a while. And it was really cool. And then uh, some more people showed up. Uh, A young man named Stephen, and he was uh, so cool. So easy to talk to and very approachable. And uh, let's see, then uh, Sam showed up. And Sam's hilarious, he's got a story. This kid walks up, starts talking to me, and he's, I'm like, wait a minute, you're not from England. Where are you from? Are you from, are you from Ohio, Florida? And he says, I'm from Florida. I go, I know you're from from over there. You you're not British. Here he's a, tra- uh, you know, a, I don't know if they call him a traveling student, but you uh, know he's doing his course studies over here and. Europe for a few months, and then they send them back, and uh, yeah, I met a kid from Florida right in the middle of Trafalgar Square, which I thought was weird, probably thought it was weird meeting me there, too, uh, But and he's got Ohio ties, which is really funny, so I knew he was from Ohio, I knew he, knew, I knew he was from somewhere over there. <laughs> And it was really cool meeting them, and then Ash showed up, and Ash was a very nice young lady. Um, and she just sat down and uh, fit right in with the guys. and It was really weird. <laughs> one, one young lady, and then all the rest were young men. And that's about my demographic on YouTube for my uh, audio, and my video work. Um, it's, I have a audience is mostly men or male so um, it's not unusual to only meet like one young lady out of say one out of ten so about 10% of my audience is uh, female which is I thought interesting and she was really neat she was really cool to meet and uh, you know of course all the guys were happy that she was there and everybody got along great and then uh, let's see Lord of ASMR showed up, and uh, his name is Ollie. And he and I have known each other for years, and we've always gotten along really well. And he was every bit the person I thought he would be. And I had such a good time talking to him. He really helped. It's, you know when there's just one person there like me, you know, like an artist, and then everybody else is like wanting to meet you, it's kind of hard to steer the conversation because people want to ask questions, and then it's like, well, you know, where do you go from here? It's not really a conversation. It's more of a question, and when you have another artist there like the Lord of ASMR showed up. Well, it just opens up the conversation because he can throw, you know, his uh, perspective in. He can kind of keep... It, it's not focused on me anymore. It, it kind of plays the room, you know. It kind of is able to uh, work around, you know, and hear different perspectives, you know. And uh, he was really helpful in kind of moving Not that I had a problem with the conversation or moving the conversation along, but it can get um, not tiresome, that's even the wrong word, that sounds like you're not wanting to be there. You can, like, it turns into, like, work for one person to carry the conversation, but with him there, it was more of a conversation, and then people could ask questions off of what we were talking about. And it was just so much more fun, I think, for everyone to kind of interact and ask questions and just kind of, you know, feel your way through the conversation and take it in different directions. So, And I promised my friend Connor, I met Connor, and Connor and I, jeez, I think we watched the same stuff on YouTube. And I think we watched the same TV shows. It was a little spooky. He was a very cool guy. Uh, Connor talked me into trying Indian food uh, in in England. I've tried Indian and Pakistan food many times. My my family and I have tried it. We've gone to you know authentic restaurants and tried different curries and different meals and it just absolutely did not click with us. We we love all kinds of Chinese uh Chinese foods, you know the uh the authentic dishes um Cambodian food, Vietnamese food, Thailand. Uh, we love Japanese cuisine. Absolutely love sushi Different meals that they make in Japan, and we uh, just really have an open palate for different types of food, but Indian food never clicked with us. I, I think it's the way they spice things or something and the the then I don't you know all the people that were there were like, "Oh, couldn't believe it. And I'm like, I'm open minded I just it just didn't click with us. And I promised Connor and Bernie, who was also there, I'm going to get to Bernie. And uh, we put poor little Bernie on the spot. I think he was the young young buck there, the youngest one there at 22. And uh, he looked just like this actor from Saturday Night Live. And we kept saying, you know, you look familiar, you look familiar. It was really, he took it as, he was a good sport, and he was just a really great kid, and Um, Oh, Bernie was awesome Well, they all were Here's the thing All these young people showed up And I know it's kind of weird meeting someone like me You know, internet personality That's, uh, you know, helps you sleep And helps you relax And does massage videos And all these wonderful podcasts and stuff and it's just, you know, it's not like just meeting someone. It's, it's it's meeting an odd character in the world that in ASMR is still so new. It's like meeting someone that uh, is on the cutting edge of a new genre. And it's kind of like, what do you ask this guy? What What should I ask him? what what would you want to know? And uh, Bernie was quite funny. He wasn't funny, like, in a bad way. He surprised me. He was asking me very specific questions. that This kid knew, knew my videos better than I knew my videos. And he was asking me very specific questions. If this was true, if that wasn't true, I'm having trouble separating. And I go, and he was pretty spot on with a lot of things he thought were true or he had questions on. I was like... No, you're, you're correct, that's pretty much true. That's pretty much how it went down. And uh, I told him a bunch of stories from when I was a kid and growing up. How's this working on your neck? Good, let's move you over here. Start working on this area. We gotta loose up your spine a little bit. Yeah, maybe we could crack your spine a little bit too, that might help, you know? Yeah, that's good. Good all right just slide over there and uh, Connor and I were talking about some movie characters that I have mentioned in some of my videos because they were true life true life people and uh, Bernie was asking me some stories too related to that and it was really cool you know because I kind of grew up in a funny time in the United States the late 1970s or Pretty weird and violent. And, of course, the conversation, I really enjoyed it. It circled around to really cool subjects that I thought all of us were into. Like, so many people were enamored with uh, uh, serial killer uh, lore and how it's affected society and, you know, how it started up and where it came from. And it was really interesting, too, hear all all these different viewpoints and opinions on it and perspectives. And I, uh, you know, because I have a very strange history with the whole serial killers genre because when I was growing up, one of my neighbors got killed by a serial killer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, My neighbor was, he was shot to death, was a husband and wife were the victims. And then he kidnapped and uh, whatever with the wife. We don't know because she was never found. And uh, the, the the good thing was the two children, even though the children found their parent or found their dad in the morning, they were not awakened by what happened. And um, they weren't victims. They, got, they lived through it. So... Um, I know it's not great finding your parents dead or gone or kidnapped, but it was, at least they weren't victims. They, they slept through it. So we all slept through it. Um, it was really weird because I wonder what would have happened if he came to my house because my father was not some guy you just, uh, pushed around, you know? So, um, we had a dog. I think I've told this story. We had a dog in the backyard. Back then, you know, you had your Snoopy dog on a chain in the backyard. I know it was barbaric compared to today, but that's the way they did things back then. And she was a little Eskimo Spitz, a little white, furry, fluffy dog that was, loved the winter weather and was, you know, she liked, uh the snow and everything she was like a little husky and um she was a real yapper if somebody was in the yard so i think if that guy came down that far he would have noticed that was not a good place to pull in you know, it's funny how they pick their victims but uh, it was a strange situation and i really got off the rails <laughs> I'm supposed to be working on your neck, not telling you old war stories. Yeah. No, but I had a, I had a really good time, and I don't know if I should tell this story, but. Um, well, I'll tell it ob- obliquely. Ash was this young lady at the meetup, and she was so sweet and quiet and. Having a laugh with everybody. And then right at the end, she told me that she, who she was on YouTube. And I've known her for so long. And she's been so supportive. So kind to me. and uh, Her comments on my videos. And so supportive. When I was really down, sometimes I get kicked kicked pretty hard on some of the things I talk about because not everybody agrees in this world with some of the things going on and you know everybody's welcome to their own opinion but um, when you go out in the public on a platform like I have and voice your opinion on things you can really alienate a lot of people and really offend a lot of people like, really offend them, and Ash was one of those people that was always supportive. That doesn't mean she agrees with everything I say. That's not what I'm getting at, because she actually understood and gets what I'm trying to do with my channel, and it's not that I want you to agree with me. That's not my point. My point is to get you to think I want you to think, engage your critical thinking skills. Look at the situation we're in. Look at the facts. Look at what people are trying to do, how they're trying to scare you, um, misdirect you, uh, convince you to do something. And if they have to tell you to do something, like, you know, if they're trying to convince you of something... You know look at it use your critical thinking skills and ash is one of those people that really gets that and understands it and I was I, I was so flattered to meet somebody like that that the there's these little tiny unsung heroes out there that you know I've helped you and I've helped there's little people. Not, they're not little people. But everybody's little compared to me. I'm a huge gorilla. But there are people along the way that help. That, you know, say things, keep you going, push you along, and uh, you know they help you focus on the fact that. You know, not everybody's going to get along. Not everybody's going to agree. But the point is we've got to help each other. We've got to keep this thing going. It's the only world we've got. And I was glad to meet someone like that. And I was glad to meet these young men that were so incredible. Um, They, Like I said, some of them know my videos better than I know them. And I was—I thought it was funny that Stephen asked me probably my favorite question of the evening. He—I hope he hears this podcast someday because I really thought he was cool too. I mean, Ash was cool, Connor, Stephen, Bernie. I mean, just to meet these young people and know that I'm trying to reach out and. Show them, you know, that life goes on. And even though horrible things happen to you in life, you know, car accidents, diseases, loss, you just got to keep going. You've got to find a way to put it in its place and move on and keep going because there's people that depend on you. You may not think there are people depending on you. You might think you don't matter in the world, that you could just quit showing up at work or quit showing up in your life events and nobody would miss you or even think about it. But that's really not true. You do have an effect on people and people do depend on you. They need you. Um, sometimes it's spiritual. They just need you on a spiritual level. Sometimes it's physical, you know, you were the person that helped them with physical problems. You know, like even a coworker that you were the one that was, you know, if I had to work with somebody, that was the person that was the one to work with. And some people it's just, you know, um, emotional help. You know, somebody that they could actually talk to or open up to. And they just don't have that with anybody else. You were the one that gave them that opportunity to open up. And uh, I kind of got off again on a tangent, but this was a f- my favorite question of the day, I think, was when <laughs> we're walking to the pub. And Steven says, I, wish I have a quick question to ask you. You don't have to answer it if you don't want to. And I'm like, I'll answer any question. I don't care. And uh, you can't stump me, I guess. And he said, do you watch your own videos? And I go, no. And I really don't watch my own videos. Not that much. I I watch them a little. Well, here's the problem. It's, It's no... And I hope Stephen's listening, because this is a better answer than I gave him at the time. Because right when he asked me, where we walked a few feet forward, and I was just about to say something else, and this big, uh, really buff guy slams right into me, and says, the streets of London are safer with Dr. Andrew Michaels walking the beat. And he, like, slams right into me. He's a big guy. He's a big boy. And he just plows right into me. And I'm not scared, but the uh, radar goes off a little bit because when people slam into you and start apologizing or talking, uh, in London and different big cities, that's the scam. He's talking to you and the other guy's robbing you that you don't pay attention to. And but no, this was not that case. It was Dominic. Uh, he's a artist on uh, YouTube too. He's 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 kind of in a hiatus right now. So, and he slammed right into me. I go. He goes. Oh man, I'm so glad I made it. I I gotta go, but I just made it just in time to say hi. And I'm like, oh man, it's so good to meet you. I know this guy, you know, he messaged me, and he's a really cool guy, and we had a a real quick talk, and then he had to go, and I gave him a monster hug and a handshake, and uh, it was so cool to meet him, he was really such a great guy, and uh, that's the thing about this, you can't put a price tag on running into somebody in the middle of London. I mean he knew where I, he knew where I was. It wasn't like a surprise, but just running into somebody as cool as hell like that in the middle of London. Uh phew, I mean, man, that's cool. I flew halfway around the world to meet some of the coolest people I've ever met and uh that was a that was a fun experience. I I, I used to do live stuff more often like uh, YouTube meetups and stuff, and then we kind of got away from it with COVID and everything, and I really want to get back to it because it was fun. I w- I'd love to do a meetup in uh, <clears throat> Chicago with all the, the, the regional people that live around me, and it would just be so much fun, and I'd love to do a... a where's the other meetup? Another one in Florida. Oh, my God, I love doing meetups in Florida because it's so freaking nice there. I mean, and you could just have a quick meetup and then go have a, a you know, a quick uh um, you know, meal or a couple of drinks and it's just so nice, you know. And uh, even though we go to the bar usually, if you're not into the bar thing or whatever, hey, that's cool. We uh, we had a meetup in Florida one time. We all just went out and had a burger. You know, there was kids there and everything, and just took the kids to a little restaurant and had a couple of, you know, Cokes, just you know, a couple of drinks, and uh, that was it. But, uh, oh, Bert, or not Bernie, yes. Uh, Stephen's question. Stephen asked me if I watched my own videos, and it's actually a yes and no. I have to listen to them several times when I'm editing them and putting them together. And then I have to watch them again when I um, upload them up. Okay, so I upload it. It's on YouTube or Podbean. I have to listen and re- review it again. And make sure it's fine. Make sure it's there's no weird errors in it. And I got news for you after about watching yourself I don't care who, what kind of ego you have, but when you have to watch yourself like five, six, seven times to make sure everything's right, and then you lose interest in whatever you were talking about. Now there are a few videos I do watch on occasion because of the things I said in them, that or the the message that was involved, or the jokes. Believe it or not, the Marvin videos. I played Marvin and I'm acting silly or the rambling um, podcast guy that just mumbles and mumbles politics and silly stuff. Those I can watch because they're characters. But when it's me or it's closer to me, I can't stand the sound of my voice sometimes. And uh, I've heard that from other people and other actors and stuff. So that's not unusual that you can't if it's you, if it's if it's very close to your common um, conversational voice, it's unnerving for you to hear yourself. So, I I do get that. I understand that. It's really neat. So, yeah. Well, how did your how does your shoulders and your neck feel now? Okay, good. Well, here, just let me loosen you up here a little bit. Well, I'm glad I got to talk to you about everything that's going on in my life, in my holiday in London, and the meet-up with all my friends. Yeah. I hope I didn't leave anybody out. I talked about Connor, who is a true trivia tv entertainment buff just like me he and i are like two peas in a pod i talked about my friend ollie lord of lord of ASMR, who is oh my god is he he's a big big guy too he's the kind of guy i like hanging out with because i don't worry about anything when you got somebody like him around jesus guy's built i mean you know he can break bricks with those hands I was that guy 30 years ago. (laughs) I'm a little brittle now. (laughs) Then there was uh, Bernie, who everybody loved Bernie. He's just one of those guys. He sat down and everybody just starts talking to him. He's just one of those guys, you know? And he just reminds you of somebody. And he looked just like that guy from SNL that's married to Scarlett Johansson. I can't remember his name. And, of course, Ash was there. and She was so sweet. And then you had Stephen. He was, like, awesome. He was, like, my little buddy. Uh, I don't want to tell tales on Stephen, but I think he was a little shy to meet me. And I'm like, buddy, you ain't going to be shy with me. That's over with. Throw that out the door. We're going to go get a beer. <laughs> Boy, we had a good time. And, uh, of course, Zach was cool. Oh, I feel like I'm forgetting somebody. And that's so horrible. But anyway, we we had a wonderful, wonderful time. And I just can't believe COVID's over and we've moved on and the world's getting back to normal. And you can see where it's not quite there yet. And we're getting there. And... It's just good to see things are going on. The world doesn't end. There's no end to the world. You know, they, there's a lot of people out there to preach end times and Armageddon and oh, the rapture and anything else they can do to just frighten the hell out of you. And even scientists do it. You know, you got to get serious about these meteorites. You know, one of these days, one of these space rocks is gonna take us out and politicians do it, you know, oh, you gotta, you know, we gotta do something, you know, we got all these nuclear weapons, yeah, that you guys created, um, to take us out, <laughs> these are all things that could happen, may happen, and we have to do the best we can to avoid these things, but it doesn't matter what's gonna come and go, We're, we are gonna keep going on. The world doesn't end. And things may change. Human beings may evolve into something else, or the next group might come along and rule the world. But it's still going to keep spinning. It's still going to keep going around. As long as the sun is burning out there in the solar system, this planet's going to keep on going. And it was nice to feel that. Yesterday, uh, with all my friends, that you know, life goes on. Here we are, and we had such a good time. And that's something I, I hope I could share with you today. And I'm hoping that it helps you. I'm hoping that it reminds you what it's like to be part of humanity and part of the human experience that. You know, we didn't lay down and die when we went into isolation for COVID. We didn't give up, we didn't quit. Things might have changed a little bit. Maybe we're a little smarter and a little wiser now. I know people seem to be a little more careful about their health and uh, well-being. and Maybe that's a good thing. Maybe it is, it can't be bad to be careful with your health. Well, anyway, I'm going to let you go for now. Thank you for joining me today and we'll see you next week when I'm back in the United States of America, back in my hometown. And we'll go from there. Okay? Alright. I know, I love you guys too. I love each and every one of you. You guys are the best. I have the best audience. I really do. All right. Take care. Bye-bye.
0: Thank you for joining us for ASMR Tirar de Please take a moment to share this podcast with someone who might enjoy it and to rate or review it on your podcast player of choice. Those small things only take a few minutes, and they really do help our podcast grow. If you are interested in additional ASMR content, you may view our library videos online at youtube.com slash wayo. Links to connect with us on social media and to take a look at our merchandise can be found in the show notes. The theme song Atlantis is by Jason Shaw of Audionautics.com and is used by permission. Correspondence, including questions or requests, may be sent to tirar de tiradojueho.com at gmail.com On behalf of Dr. Andrew Michaels and his entire staff Thank you